0: Monday, July 13th, is going to be a wonderful day as Sacramento Republic FC soccer returns to action at Papa Murphy's Park. And today is a special day here as we have a Republic Roundtable on Sports 1140 KHDK. I am joined right now by the head coach of the Republic, Mark Briggs, the general manager, Todd Donovan and two players, defender Jordan McCrary and midfielder Andrew Wheeler. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you. Thanks for joining me. I'm so excited to have soccer back. I can imagine uh, all of you are just as excited. Uh, I want to start actually with the, the two players, the guys that are going to be back there on the pitch on monday uh it's been it's been weird you're getting almost a second home opener you got uh, got that game that was feels like years ago but months ago back in march opening up the season with the one one draw uh, now here you are taking the field again uh so jordan what is it like to finally know that you know you're back to doing what you love to do you're back to actual soccer
1: it's a relief it feels good it's all that work you put in throughout the off season just to be ready for that season opener and then for it to get shut down, it's like it's all again just ramped up and just all this anxiety inside of me just wants to come out, just all just anxious, wanting to play. So it's good that we have a date and I'm ready for Monday right now. Can't wait to really kick off.
0: Andrew, I had the opportunity to speak with you uh, in in training after a training session right before the home opener uh, back in March, Uh, and one of the things we discussed was the fact that you're joining this team, it was your first game with this team, and it takes time for everybody to kind of bond, Uh, but you were looking forward to that bonding, even though it's been months without playing and you technically have only had one game together. I get the sense that, that you and this club, through these other circumstances are already really bonded through everything that's been going on.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think in any type of difficult circumstances like this, like the people you're around the most, you're going to find commonalities. You're going to find common ground and you're going to find ways to relate to each other in any way that you can. Um, And it helps when you enjoy the people that you're in those tough situations with. And so it just makes that kind of bonding together as you will, a lot easier. And I definitely feel that that's the case, that even though we haven't been able to spend as much time on the field together as I would have liked, as we all would have hoped. Um, from a club standpoint, from an individual standpoint, um, as a group of players, I think everyone's done such a great job of staying connected. And so, yeah, I'm I'm definitely, I, I have a positive um, perspective in terms of how well I think our team is bonded together in, during this time.
0: Todd, I'm fascinated by the the job of a general manager. I call myself an armchair GM because that just building a team and putting teams together just sounds so fun and exciting. And I know there's there's two parts to it. There's obviously trying to build the best team that you can on the field to have success, but it's also about building a team filled with good guys and good character. Uh, and that I think this roster that you've put together speaks to that a lot. Can you maybe brag about this roster a little bit, How this this compilation of players and, and good human beings that have managed to rise to the occasion and, and battle through this tough situation together
3: yeah no it's a, you set me up well there I mean I I, I could talk about this team all day long and that's what's been so frustrating I think for for me personally and and for all of us involved is that we know uh we haven't really had the chance to show who we are yet we haven't had the chance to to show all the hard work that's been put in not just um in preseason and and in the past, but also, you know, over these last four months that these guys have been working hard when the lights are not shined on them. Um, you know, I think that's the true test of character is when when people aren't looking, what are you doing? And I'll tell you I'll tell you what our guys were doing. They were working hard. Um and, you know, Mark and the staff uh did an awesome job of keeping them engaged, keeping the you know, keeping them having banter. I mean all the things that you miss. Uh, about being a part of a locker room um Mark and the staff were trying to figure out ways to to help the players do that and credit to them they had to buy in and they did and it wasn't wasn't pulling teeth to get these guys to to uh to compete to work hard uh and in a situation that nobody's ever been in i mean this is this is unusual times um but we're not going to use it as an excuse our our players are extremely motivated that's you know to your point. That's how we designed the team. We wanted guys who who, who share the ambition of the club. Um, and so we have a lot of guys that are hungry and, and ready, to, ready to be unleashed. So this, is, this couldn't come soon enough.
0: Coach Briggs, building off of what Todd just said, how much of a benefit and a bonus is it for you and your staff that your, uh, your team stayed ready and they were willing to put in the work that you didn't necessarily have to oversee? How much of a weight off of your shoulders is that, knowing that they showed up to, to training ready to go?
4: Yeah, no, it was huge, and uh, it was. Uh, I was really, pr- really proud of the players uh, before they've even kicked a ball. Because it, it would be easy to to turn off, to switch off, and not show the show the attention to detail and show the application to what we're asking them to do when they were at home. Um, but they didn't, and that shows the motivation and the hunger and the desire they have to be successful. Um, so it's it's really pleasing for them to come in the shape they are, and then. To, for us as a staff to then hit the ground running rather than going going back and trying to get them as fit as we can in that portion of time.
0: I had the privilege of being able to attend training today, at least the tail end of it, and just being out there, smelling the grass, feeling the heat, hearing the, uh, the sound of a ball hitting the woodwork. Uh, it just filled me with uh, just excitement for Monday uh, and carrying on with you, Coach. Uh, just getting back to soccer activities after all of these months, is it are you almost milking every second of soccer you can out of these guys even during training just to, so happy to have the sport back
4: uh yeah i think uh, obviously we're extremely happy to be back out there and we're extremely fortunate to to have some normality and be able to do what we love and what we're paid to do uh in regards milking it i think i don't think we would be changing the Anything that we're doing, to be honest, there uh, I don't think uh, I'd act any differently. I don't think the players would act every, any differently. Uh, we're, we're motivated to be successful and I don't think that would have changed whether there was a pandemic or whether there wasn't a pandemic. Um, but we are fortunate to be able to do what we're doing and uh, we have to utilise every, every minute that we get out there to make sure we maximise our potential on Monday.
0: Andrew, Matt, I know. Do you remember
3: the, oh, sorry, man, Sorry, Matt. Let me, I was just going to jump in. Mark, do you remember the first thing you said when you got back out? It was, Matt, you said smell of the grass. Mark's first thing that he told me was just the sound the ball makes when it comes out of your foot. It's those little things that, um, you know, it's like the visceral sensory things that you just miss. Um, and that's what's so cool. And I think that's what's so exciting for all the guys. I know the players can speak to it because they, they're the ones that you know, get to run around and and play and compete and do all the things that they love to do. Um, that being taken away, just being out and amongst the teammates is has uh, got to be the best part.
0: And it was like time never stopped in a lot of ways. First thing I heard when I got to Papa Murphy's Park today was uh, Jordan McCrary on the sidelines uh, talking a little bit of smack and, and having fun with his, uh, his players in a defensive drill, uh, which I love to hear. I know that's uh, definitely part of your game, Jordan, but Andrew, This getting back to playing, and there were so many unknowns, and now the the relief is there that you will be playing once again. And now it's business time. You got to get ready to uh, to get these results. And I know there are high expectations for this team. Uh, The Republic, part of Group A, along with Reno, uh, along uh, with uh, Tacoma, uh, and along with the Portland Timbers too. A lot of talent in this group. Your club uh, included, and you're getting things going against Tacoma right away on Monday how excited are you just for the challenge that this group uh, presents
2: uh extremely i mean i I don't think the opponent quite matters uh to be honest um in in regards to the excitement we're just excited to play as uh, as it's been very clear from what todd from what coach briggs and what jordan have already said like the excitement is almost uncontrollable at this point um we, we haven't been able to play a competitive match in four plus months. So, um, we have a lot of respect for the other teams in, in my group, uh, in our group. Sorry. Like, I know that's for sure. The way that uh, our coaches presented the teams to us and, and the challenges that are going to be ahead for us. Um, there's definitely a lot of respect there, but I think in, in my opinion, like we're very focused on what we can control and what we are doing and what our responsibility is when we step on the field. Um, as a team and what we're what we're trying to achieve so um how like the challenge that Tacoma presents for us uh, in particular I don't know if I'd be best to speak to that um that might be a better question for coach but the like the challenge of just going out to compete uh, and be excited about it and work for one another uh it's it's it it, is like I said it's an uncontrollable excitement that we're very we're very ready for
0: Andrew, I got to tell you the reason why I asked you that question and not uh, Coach Briggs is because I was afraid asking Mark that I might have said uh, the wrong name again, saying Tulsa instead of Tacoma and, and mixing the two up. In case you guys don't know, and for the radio listeners out there, on training uh, the week of the home opener against Tulsa all these months ago, first question I asked Coach Briggs was previewing the game against Tacoma. Uh, so that was a good introduction to Coach, and uh, he's he certainly not letting me live that down. So, Andrew, you, you dodged my bullet there, so I appreciate
2: it. And to be frank, as Tacoma came out of my mouth, in the back of my mind, I was like, man, I really hope it's Tacoma.
0: <laughs> I have it written down so, in front of me, and I still panic. I understand. Matt, you were just Is foreshadowing. It, yeah. You were just it's,
3: foreshadowing. It's, it's, I just, knew was coming. I call my shot.
0: <laughs> Even when you're wrong, you're right sometimes. But, but Jordan, going all the way back to that, that 1-1 draw so many months ago, I know it wasn't the result that you guys necessarily wanted. Uh, and then, Coach, also, I, I would love to get your answer on this as well. Because... Even though it was so many months ago, it's still possible to learn lessons and implement changes from that game, right? How much have you paid attention to that game and how much are the lessons you learned from that uh, still being implemented and worked on today, preparation for Monday?
1: Uh, I can at least say on my part, I mean, each game that we have, pretty much go back, watch it, and you got to learn something from every game, whether you win it or not. And with that tie... That was our first season game all together as a group, going through preseason and working well together. That's great, and it looked good. But going in that first game, that meant a lot. So I mean, from there, we've been just focusing on what our style is. I coach and like talk about it, like we focus on who we are. And that game was a day to learn who we are, and what we're capable of. So now throughout all this time, we've been trying to go over principles, values, trying to establish who we are still. So with this time off, we're able to really formulate who we are so then going into this next game on monday we've we've got the tactics down we've watched our video we try to focus on what we can do better better ourselves and then focus on a team how we work together as a team so for me every time we step on the field it's something to learn from whether it's a game from a long time ago or not
4: matt so i'm over the moon that we get to play another game because uh I've said this a number of times to Todd that one game against Tulsa cannot be our only game this season uh it was it was a little frustrating for me to be honest because it was a game that we should have won, and it was a game that I didn't feel we you know we really showed our identity um I thought we showed probably fifty percent forty five percent of what this group's capable of um so for us to be get another opportunity on Monday. Um, and I know the players are itching to itching to get out there. I'm itching to get get out there. I know Todd's itching to to be there. We're all we're all in a good space to hopefully put ourselves in a in a good spot and put on put on a good performance. Um, so we're we're just we're just itching to get ready. Itching to get going.
0: Next question is, is still for you, Mark, but also for Todd. Uh, you both know very well these these teams that are with you in, in Group A and the uphill battle that you guys have, but also the expectations for this club. So let me just ask you about uh, Monday's matchup with Tacoma, and that doesn't even include the rivalry with, uh, th- with Reno that everybody's been talking about that's going to be a lot of fun uh, to watch in this group. So uh, if the two of you wouldn't mind just talking a little bit about what Tacoma is bringing in on Monday, and without revealing any tactics or anything like that, of course, Coach. Uh, what you're looking forward to uh, the challenge for your club?
4: Yeah, I, I think obviously they're a big club. They're they're Seattle Sounders and Tacoma are their their second team, so to speak. So whatever team they send down, they're going to have a lot of ability and they're going to have some dangerous pieces that could, you know, that could ruin ruin what we're trying to do. Uh, but it's pleasing to hear what Jordan and Andrew said prior to that because I genuinely believe that what they did say. Um, it's not really about other teams. Yes, I'll prepare the players and yes, I'll give them information and yes, we'll give them all the tactics and every single detail we think the opponent will throw at us. But ultimately, if this group is focused and if this group of players is ready to go, the sky's the limit for them. And I genuinely believe that. I'm not just saying that just to to rub Jordan's ego and rub Andrew's ego. Um, This group is capable of doing big things but being capable and actually doing are two different things. Um, so we'll prepare them and we'll show, show them everything they'll see. Um, but I genuinely believe if we're ready and we're focused and we understand who we are and what we're trying to do, then it doesn't matter who our opponent is.
3: Yeah. And I would just add on that. I mean, it's going to be hard. I mean, the group, it doesn't matter who you're playing Think you know, there's a lot of challenges involved. Um, and that, That's for the coronavirus world. That's for, you know, any day of the week, right? It's either hot or it's cold or there's altitude or there's fans or there's no fan. Like, it doesn't matter. There's always obstacles. There's always challenges. And it's how do you overcome them? And I think, you know, the mentality for us has to be one where we're up for that challenge. And we know it's not going to be easy. You're not going to stroll out and uh, have an easy day ever it's just not how it works so if we have that mentality and we can keep grinding and keep working our way through things um yeah to mark's point the sky's the limit and i think we all feel that but we got to go prove it and prove it every single day not just in games but in training and i think that's the mentality that that mark's doing a great job of instilling in, in the players and i think the players to their credit have fully bought into it and you can feel it when you come out to training um you can feel it you know, that there was something a little bit different in the air today. I said it to Mark, you could just feel that it's like it's game week and, and things uh, you can you can just sense the the excitement and the focus around that.
0: Jordan, Andrew, you two and your entire uh, all your teammates, the entire club is facing challenges that we never thought we'd ever face. And one of the big ones is going to be playing In an empty stadium, you both understand the love that uh, Sacramento Republic FC fans show this club, and uh, I know that soccer, uh, a lot of the energy in a match comes from the fans and the supporters uh, making their voices known, so it's going to be strange there, and in talking to players, both on and off the record, I'd heard them talk a lot about creating their own energy and you have to bring your own energy now that the fans aren't necessarily going to be there in attendance. Could someone walk me through what that looks like or, or how important it is to, to create that energy?
1: Uh, I'll go ahead and say, um, I mean, every game you got to create your own energy. You can't really rely on the fans. For me, they definitely helps to have that environment of the home field, they're cheering and everything. But you got to have that fight within you. And for me personally, I signed up to be a competitor and every day you're going to compete. It's not like there's no fans. So now I'm not going to play as hard, but you just got to be able to have that fight within you. As you see, I don't know. I like to create my own battles in the game. So for me, without a fans, that's unfortunate. Would love to have them because they are a great support system and they're always there for us. So we just kind of, in a way, got to do it for them, whether they're there or not at home.
2: Yeah, um, I'm so happy. Like, I wanted Jordan to speak first, and I'm so happy he said what he said because <laughs> if anybody's ever watched Jordan play, um, he, like, the whole – as soon as you said, like, create energy, I was like, yep, yeah, that's what Jordan does. Um, and, and he nailed it right on the head. Like, it, Jordan's a perfect example of somebody that creates their own atmosphere. And it's funny, like, if any of you have watched uh, The Last Dance, like, it is very much so, like, watching Michael Jordan, like, make up stuff to just get mad. Like, that's J-Mac. And he's so good at controlling it. But, it, like, as somebody who, uh, like, I just don't know how to turn my mind in that direction in particular. I watch him. And I look at him like, this dude's crazy. Like, <laughs> he's, he's thinking things that didn't happen, happened. But that's how he creates, like, the story in his mind for him to be, to be able to be at the highest level. And so regardless of how it manifests itself, like, if it manifests itself in a way that that it does in J-Mac, or if it manifests itself in a way like a Tim Duncan, who's, like, this real quiet, like, assassin, if you will. And I know I'll use, just two, uh, use two basketball analogies, but those same type of demeanors can be certainly cross-referenced across other sports. Um, and... And so that's why I would say, like, however, whatever demeanor you need to take to do it, you just have to make sure that that mental focus is uh, up to the place where it needs to be in order to compete uh, at your best personally. It's
3: easy now for J-Mac, too, because all he thinks about is COVID testing and how mad he gets when he's doing that. And it takes him to a really dark place quickly and he needs all the motivation (laughs) he needs. I actually so showed up today
1: him. and someone asked me, you good? I was like, man, before that test, I was in anxiety. Afterward, I was like, man, I'm just out of here.
2: That was me. I was <laughs> the one to ask you. And he turned around. He was like, man, it just makes me mad. I got to wake up. I'm, I'm fine. And then I get mad. <laughs>
0: Uh, Jordan McCrary is a character, and one of my favorite parts of getting the access that we get under nor- normal circumstances, I'm hoping to get similar access during actual match days, but we get the opportunity to sit right along the touchline in, in one of the corners, uh, and typically Jordan would end up on our side defensively, at least for one of the halves, and you can hear everything that comes out of his mouth, and it makes the game a million times more entertaining. Uh, I love watching Jordan play, I love watching you play too, Andrew, I'm so excited to see you guys back on Monday, uh, but... Uh, both coach and Todd building off of what they said about playing, not in front of fans. I still feel that the club understands that there's a responsibility to being the only team playing in town and representing the city and uh, and providing them with maybe some sort of outlet with everything that's been going on in our world right now? I know you're focused, obviously, on the game themselves and winning games, and maybe this is a little too deep uh, to think about, but is there somewhere in your mind thinking about, man, we want to make sure we're making uh, our city proud with how we're playing here over these next few weeks?
3: Yeah, that's – I mean – Hundred percent, and I think we we understand too that the opportunity. We're going to be the first sports team to be playing in California, you know, live in market, and nobody else is doing that. And so we know um, that 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 the whole you know the whole of California, the whole of the world, the eyes will be on us, and and we need to uh, you know we need to take advantage of that. It's a great opportunity, and um it's the platform that that we all want and and are excited about but yeah in terms of the fans we know they're going to be watching um you know our tower bridge battalion is not going to be in the north end of the stadium like they normally are but they're going to be with us in spirit they're going to um make their presence known in a different way and i think our players will feed off that they always feed off of it during games and they'll understand that there's a huge support system there for them um which i think is what Anyone who's outside of Sacramento that comes in, which is myself, Andrew, Jordan, Mark, doesn't matter. We, we've never seen a place like this where you have a whole community that's behind you. Um, you have uh, people who genuinely live and breathe the club every single day. And, and uh, I have my neighbors all the time asking like, what's going on? What's the latest? I mean, this Sacramento is different and it's special. And it's, uh, we know that there's a huge responsibility for that but at the same time we feed off of it and it's what, you know, it's what makes us better.
0: Coach, kind of the same question, building off of what he said, the responsibility that maybe you feel or this club feels to represent Sacramento.
4: Yeah, I think, I think it's a huge responsibility and it's something that, that we take seriously. And uh, obviously we have, we're fortunate in that we have the opportunity to, to be on a national stage and to showcase what we can do and we're fortunate that hopefully the performance that we can put on and the, um, the football that we show will bring happiness to a lot of people um, and that's something that, that can't go unnoticed in the current climate. Um, we, have, we have an opportunity to put a smile on people's faces um, by producing good performances and scoring lots of goals. Um, so that you know that's something that can motivate motivate myself, motivate the players um, on top of their own self motivation.